0: gentlemen welcome to episode 73 of ebook Book. Book.
1: he's mike she's becca and we are back with another week of triple h in charge of wwe um i like it so far we have two big pay-per-views coming up the clash at the castle for wwe all out for aew both on labor day weekend so we're just gonna have like a fun wrestling pay-per-view weekend which i'm excited about even though it's two weeks away three weeks away
0: Yeah, another Saturday pay-per-view going down of Cardiff, Wales. So it's going to be like a weird midday start. And then the following night we have All Out. We don't have a lot – we really don't have anything announced for All Out other than uh, a Trio's tournament final. Clash of the Castle has some things laid out a little bit more. But, yeah, it's another week of Bleach in Charge. More surprises, which I I feel like aren't going to stop anytime soon. And then AEW just trying to get into – basically back into the fold. They have their stars coming back. They have all out coming up very soon.
1: They had a debut this week.
0: They had debuts. We had returns as well. There, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to start off with Dynamite. They opened the show brutally.
1: Jesus Christ! With Dynamite Darby Allen, it just versus, a bloody mess this yeah, week. I mean, just a bloody mess.
0: Which is nothing new.
1: No, it's fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild. I mean, this was a brutal match to start. Just Darby Allen versus Dar- or, sorry, Darby Allen versus Brody King in a coffin match. And I mean, it it kicked off with Darby just going 100 miles an hour. Well,
1: he always does, but he starts with like his skateboard. And usually when he hits somebody with a skateboard, you don't think anything of it. But this time his skateboard had tacks in it, like thumbtacks in it. And he just, just destroyed Brody King's face with it and that man was bleeding
0: that dude was leaking for the entirety of this match it just never like, that man just didn't clot
1: it was gross how much was actually just like coming out of him like they turned the blood faucet on and just never turned it off And at one point, the lights go dark, Malachi Black comes out, Buddy Matthews comes out. We have not seen Buddy in a long time. We talked about this. Actually, I don't even remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not about the fact that we have not seen Buddy in a while. We were wondering where he was. Um, Come to find out he was in Australia, but he comes out, he opens the coffin at one point and stings inside. So it is just a full blown brawl between all of these men at one point or another until Darby chokes out Brody with his chain, and Brody just falls beautifully into the casket.
0: Yeah, it was like, it was so smooth. It was beautiful. Like, Darby is just choking Brody to death. The casket door's open. Brody had already moved the casket to kind of get closer to the ring. And then, yeah, he just passes out into the casket. Door closes, just like like a cartoon. Yeah. And Darby's your winner. Just a, I mean, the ring was covered in blood at that point. Everybody just to start was. the night
1: it was insane like I I would have loved to seen how long that commercial break afterwards took of them just like fixing the canvas and cleaning up the floor because there was so much blood everywhere even in the last like couple of minutes when Brody was moving the coffin over he was just leaking blood onto it yeah guys, guys the got some
0: incredible blood flow it
1: made no, it was actually crazy to me like it made no sense to me why this man from the beginning this match was not short. No, it wasn't. And it was from the very beginning of the match to the very end of the match. That man was just gushing blood.
0: And then, like, you had some other matches, like, throughout Dynamite. And, like, I just, every time I just thought, like, damn, like, they could, they should have probably put that casket match last. But, like, they couldn't, obviously, because Moxley and Jericho. But you had the Lucha Brothers versus Rush and Andrade in a Tornado Tag match. Rush and Andrade get the win. They have their eyes on the Trios tournament as yes. well luchasaurus squashes poor anthony henry christian cage gets on the screen and starts talking shit per use yeah and jungle boy tries to (laughs) attack him backstage but gets held back then you had jay lethal satnam singh and sanjay Dutt cut a promo which gets interrupted by wardlow which gets interrupted by ftr as his backup so like a little pinnacle reunion
1: yeah for real while
0: mjf is still you know nowhere to be seen
1: (laughs) nowhere to be heard of not heard seen nothing
0: and you had Ricky Starks versus Aaron Solo. Starks gets the win there. Madison Rain with a uh, champion TMP, uh, TBS championship match versus Jade Cargill. Jade, of course, retains. She's thirty
1: six now... and oh.
0: And like Athena comes out after. Like I, I feel terrible because Chris Statlander. I feel like was in line for a big push. Yeah, she's now gone for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's had just like a terrible, terrible luck with injuries. Uh, so I think it was like a torn something. Her knee again. Yeah,
1: it was like an ACL or an MCL. Like or she something. is the Tegan with Knox.
0: Like Tegan Knox in NXT. She is that version yeah. for AEW. Like just terrible luck. So hopefully speedy recovery for her. I saw a lot of like women on Twitter. Like Bailey was tweeting at her. Um, you know that i mean she's she's fantastic yeah and she was really coming into her own she had this weird triangle of like her athena and jade cargill i'm guessing they're just going to go with athena now i feel like it's this is one of those scenarios where i don't it's just been such a slow burn that it's lost all momentum and we've talked about this with AEW well, you before. also
1: don't like athena
0: i don't No. so like you don't I do care like Chris how Atlander. this goes though I don't know, yeah, I do not care how yeah, this goes. So I like, do not want Athena to be the one to beat I Jade.
1: I do like Athena. I was yeah. very hyped to see her because she acted as if she's one of the baddies in the crowd and then she comes out of nowhere and she's like mocking Jade and but then she's she been attacks here for her. A I as much as I like Athena and I loved her in NXT, I do not want her to take this from Jade. Like I don't want her to be the one in this. Like I want Jade to just keep going. As long as she can. I don't know who I want to take that title off of her, but I don't want it to be Athena.
0: It would have been great for, like, Chris Statlander, because, again, that's, like, a homegrown AEW talent that you can make into, like, a a bigger star. But, like, May 29th is when Athena made her debut in AEW. Oh, shit, I didn't realize it was that long ago.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: It is August 14th. Yeah. And Athena has done nothing nothing important at all. This is the issue that, like, AEW has, especially with the women's division, man.
1: Yeah, it's definitely the women's side of it. Well, I mean, they do have their same issues on the men's side, but more so on the women. Yeah, I mean, more like, so with, like House of Black. Yeah. Like,
0: everything is such a slow burn. You did have, like, a Miro uh, interaction with Julia Hart, talking about how, like, Miro is going to use his, like, new, I guess, pain from, like, the mist mm-hmm. in order to destroy House of Black. <laughs> Julia, like, touches him, and he's like, do not touch me. I am Lana's man.
1: Which makes me think Lana's
0: showing up. Yeah, but we've been saying that for so long.
1: Yeah, but now, like, and the thing is, Alana's annoying, so, like, I mean that with all the love of my heart. She will post on social media, like, do you guys want to see me in AEW this week? Like,
0: no. (laughs) are you
1: coming or are you not? Like, I don't don't understand what's happening. But, like, she posted that, I think, this week or last week, like, right before that Sight or right before that little scene happened so when i saw that i was like damn is she just gonna like pop out of nowhere like do not touch my man that would or be cool. like if she, you know like i think she is gonna pop up now that they have this little bit of like another woman is like talking to him and he's like don't touch me the only woman that can touch me is my wife i mean he's and been talking God about her for me.
0: a while like well, before he, always he does. left after he left yeah. like it i feel like you know the same thing like pull the trigger or don't
1: yeah very interesting
0: our main event john moxley versus lionheart Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho, different music, it's like an ode to his old Lionheart days, he did pull out the Lion Tamer, which I thought was really cool, uh, but this is for your AEW Interim World Championship, at one point, Chris Jericho had Moxley in, like, the walls of Jericho for, like, 20 minutes, <laughs>
1: dude, I just, like, you have to just understand, watching a John Moxley match, you know that it's gonna get bloody,
0: it's the same cut.
1: It's the same cut. For weeks. I don't think he's giving it enough time to heal in between matches. And, I don't think like, he wants to. No, no. Because one, that cut is self-induced It was self in, course, in yeah. cut. So now he has the same cut on his forehead that is just opening up every time he has a match. So like, we opened the show with a bloody mess, yeah. and we ended the show with a bloody mess.
0: Like Moxley's head at this point, all it needs is just a strong gust of wind. Well, the thing about it, even
1: last night he had this match in Atlantic City and he headbutts the guy and cracks his head open again and it just starts bleeding. Like that should not have caused your head to bleed and it did because
0: (laughs) – I'm saying like like, the slightest little touch is going to cause this man to bleed and like it it makes it cool to an extent – but like, if you could just kind of reserve that for like the bigger matches, like this, it felt fine because yeah, it is this was a championship a good match. match.
1: The fact that there was blood everywhere was awesome. But, like, like it was a good match.
0: This is like WWE doesn't do blood really at all. Yeah, they do, but like, John hard Moxley way.
1: does enough blood for all of WWE.
0: Like. In WWE it feels special when somebody bleeds. Which sounds ridiculous. I but know. like it does add to the story and people do like, you know, bloody matches every once in a while, especially mm-hmm. like personal matches like an Eddie Kingston, Chris Jericho kind of thing. That makes sense. The like even Darby Allen versus Brody King at least made a little bit of sense as to why it got so bloody, especially yeah. considering it was, you know, a coffin match. It's gonna be brutal. When Moxley bleeds every week, it's just like, oh, this is just a part of his like deal.
1: That's his he now sweats. if he doesn't bleed, then I'm worried.
0: Like, if he doesn't bleed, it means he's not doing anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, like then something's wrong in the match. But Moxley gets this win because he's going to stay the interim champion for a while. And then there's a brawl between the Jericho Appreciation Society and Claudio, Eddie Kingston, and Ortiz. And that all gets interrupted by the return of Sam Punk. And that man cleared that ring out. Yeah. And then just stares down Mox.
0: A ton of energy, huge pop from the crowd, big surprise. Huge and pop he, from us.
1: Nobody knew that was coming.
0: Nobody knew it was coming. Punk is back. Mox is here, still that AEW interim champion, which he did mention in a promo earlier in the night. He's sick of hearing interim.
1: Yeah.
0: He is the champion. He called himself, the like, instead of the FTW champion, he was the FYI champion because he like, it's his title. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't been announced yet, but we can pretty much assume Moxley vs. Punk will be at All Out. And you're going to yeah. unify this. It's one weird title. that that
1: hasn't been announced yet, but they didn't really exchange words in this. They just had no, like a, just stare a stare down. down. Yeah. So I'm assuming this coming week on either Dynamite or Rampage, they will have some sort of words back and forth and it'll become official because we only have, like I said, like two or three weeks and I've and not enough matches lined up. We need so, a good
0: old fashioned contract signing. That's what we need. We good actually old fashioned had a wrestling con- contract signing. We
1: actually had a good contract signing on WWE. That was fine. This week. So like, shocking, but whatever, we'll get to that. On Rampage, though, we opened the show with Daniel, with Brian Danielson coming out. This is the first time we've seen him since he lost to Daniel Garcia like two weeks ago. And he said, oh, I'll never be 100% again, but I'm not willingfully ever going to stop wrestling. Like somebody basically is going to have to retire him in the ring because he's not retiring anymore. Uh, Daniel Garcia comes out, says something about him retiring multiple times, which, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't brian danielson only retire once
0: I th- yeah I, I think he meant more of like you keep disappearing he's like you retire people, like, and then
1: you come back and then you retire yeah. and then you come back and i'm like eh, he only retired once but um yeah Je- danielson is not happy about the fact that jericho and like all of the people in jericho appreciation society keep referring to themselves as sports entertainers instead of wrestlers and like calls garcia out on that
0: well yeah cause he he brought up the fact that he Wanted Daniel Garcia for the combat for yeah. Black Bull Combat Club one of the, was one of the first names he mentioned. And, like, Daniel Garcia kept saying, like, Brian Danielson's his hero. Yeah. And, like, does Daniel Garcia want to be the best technical sports entertainer or do you want to be the best technical wrestler? And it, it's, like, a fun little storyline. I can't take anything Daniel Garcia says seriously with that Kangol hat. <laughs> Like, I just, like, and, like, the wife beater, like, you just yeah. look outrageous. Yeah,
1: he's an outrageous-looking man. But, like,
0: once that all, like, comes off and, like, he's in the ring, he is fantastic. So, like, I'm looking forward to their rematch, but I feel like, I mean, Danielson has to win, and he has to he absolutely has to beat match. the shit out of Daniel yeah. Garcia. And, like, I would save it for All Out. That's give not a, a 20, 20 yeah, Give him a good 20 minutes to really show match. out. Uh, and then hopefully no, like, Appreciation Society interference, because that seems to be... Ugh happening too much
1: yeah it's annoying it's actually annoying how much it's happening uh and then we had your favorite wrestler sammy guevara and his now wife who has a new name but not guevara
0: um (laughs) (laughs) very confusing
1: she's ty Mello now instead of ty conti instead of ty guevara and they went against dante martin and sky blue and Ty ends up pinning Sky Blue, getting the win for her and Sammy, which, like, good for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, they are, Sammy and Ty are your, like, AAA, like, intergender tag team champions. There's yeah. not, like, a lot of competition for those titles, so it was fun to, like, have a match between those two. Uh, but, yeah, Sammy and Ty are obviously going to get that win. Like, it was fun to see Dante and Sky team up.
1: I didn't think that they would have, like, the women win that. Like, the women be what made her... Like made the match. That kind of makes more match. sense
0: because like Dante is like you don't want Dante to take that pin. It's kind of more okay for more Sky sense. to yeah. take it because like they like Sky's been around for most of AEW at yeah. this point. I don't know if she's like actually signed or if she's still working on like, a, like I feel a like she's date just date like deal. here,
1: yeah, like here yeah. when they
0: need her. Like she's like a fun, spunky. Like yeah. the crowd gets behind her, but she's like perfect to take that pin because the crowd is behind her. Yeah. So like the crowd's gonna boo when you pin her. Right. And then we had Parker boudreaux i don't know listen here's, the, here's my thing <laughs> old nxt guy he was an nxt he was with joe gacy he was bald at the time they cut him but he has like hyped himself up and there's been like other hype around him that he's like the next brock lesnar right i think and this is a guy he, like, that kind
1: I think, of looks like brock lesnar yes he looks like brock
0: lesnar like went to like a like a slipknot concert too many times
1: yeah like he's just like I don't know. Like, he definitely is, like, the punk rock version of Brock Lesnar, like, a younger little punk rock version of Brock Lesnar. And that's it. Like, he doesn't look like him in the ring. No. He doesn't he doesn't have the physique. He doesn't he have, doesn't have like, like, the
0: natural ability. The
1: scariness of Brock Lesnar. Like, I've said it a million times. Brock Lesnar is the scariest man to ever walk the face of this earth. I am not scared of Parker.
0: No, like, it, it, he, he had all this hype before he even, like, debuted on NXT. And like a lot of that is like just himself mm-hmm. hyping himself as like the next Brock Lesnar. I don't see it. Right. I thought it was weird that Tony Khan brought him in.
1: I didn't even like know that was happening, and then all of a sudden he had a match. Like I must have just like missed that somewhere.
0: Yeah, and like so he faces Sonny Kiss, beats Sonny Kiss. Later on in the night, Orange Cassidy versus Davari, which like they have this like they're calling themselves the Truth Busters. Yeah. It's like Davari, um, and then you have uh, Bordeaux, but then. Later on in the night, Orange Cassidy beats Davari and then Parker Bordeaux comes out to beat up, like, I guess Orange Cassidy and, like, the best friends. But then Sunny Kiss comes back out and kicks Orange Cassidy in the ball, so, like, she's with them now. It was very confusing because, like— This was a terrible main event because I don't care about anything that's going
1: yeah, on. Yeah, it was very confusing like, how the wrestling it was all was set great,
0: up. But, like, the story, I was just like, this was the main event? Sonny Kiss turning on Orange Cassidy is like the main event shocker,
1: right? And it didn't make any sense because was Sonny Kiss ever with Orange Cassidy to begin with?
0: No, like I guess like because she, like she came out to like help him, but then it was like oh, surprise! I'm going to kick you in the balls. But like I just I don't care about that faction at all. Yeah, and I I just I don't see what is so special now about it's Parker.
1: Parker, Sonny, and Devari,
0: and the other guy who's like oh, there was in like Django jeans.
1: Oh, right. Right. Whatever. They all stood tall. Again, weird way to end the show. I would have actually preferred to end this show with the Danhausen match because it was like Danhausen and Eric Redbeard are together now. They're... Beardhausen. Beardhausen. Yeah. Um, which I kinda miss Hookhausen, but whatever. But they went against the Ass Boys, and even though the gl- the Gun Club wins this match, they still got berated by Billy Gunn. And I feel like that would have been a better way to end the show than this yep. whole Sonny Kiss turn.
0: Well, like on Dynamite you had Billy talk about how like he misses the acclaimed and like yes. he's basically ashamed of his fuck of his sons. And then he uh, you have Stokely Hathaway trying to recruit anyone, basically. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to recruit the gun club. And then, so they get berated on dynamite, and then on rampage, same exact thing. But Stokely Hathaway's still trying to give his business card to the gun club. I just, I think it's hilarious. In the in the notes, he wrote Bill Gun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize I did that.
0: <laughs> which like makes him seem so much older because Stokely Hathaway called him Grandpa Ass. Yeah, which I thought was also hilarious. Be yeah, like, I I love the Gun Club just because I I love Billy Gunn I like, so you've much. You
1: love Billy Gunn though, since you were a kid, I so know, like yeah. it makes sense that you also love seeing his boys wrestle. He's here with his boys. I know. The one, one looks exactly like him. The other one looks like He is the most like intimidating of the three. Yeah.
0: At like the sixty. Year- no. Oh no, Billy. Billy. No Billy. Bill. <laughs> Bill Gunn is so intimidating. Still, he told. Stokely, like, you're about to have a really bad day if you keep making jokes. And I just love that he misses the acclaimed. Yeah. Like, the acclaimed were supposed to be his sons. Hilarious. And then you had Hook come out with a <laughs> an interview with Tony Schiavone, which gets interrupted by Zach Clayton, who mm-hmm. we're supposed to know.
1: Like, he came out like, oh, I'm Zach Clayton, but you guys might know me as, like... What is as like, oh, like a, a reality a reality TV star? TV star from New Jersey, and I'm sitting here like you're not one of like I okay listen I'm one of the few I never watched your Jersey Shore coming from somebody who lives in New Jersey never watched it but I'm going you're not one of them though like I who are you he
0: is like reality TV fame adjacent adjacent
1: because exactly. he's
0: like with Jaywell so like apparently we actually we saw him wrestle. <laughs> In Atlantic City, which, like, this was on Jersey Shore, which we had no idea because JWoww and the situation went to Atlantic City to watch Zach Clayton wrestle. Right, and we were at that show. And I was like, like, the whole time I was like, who is Zach Clayton? And apparently, he's dating Jay Wow, so he's supposed to be famous. He's going to get his ass kicked by the hook next week, and then hopefully we're kind of just done with that. But, like, coming out to say, like, you're a reality TV star, and I have to Google you, and I still kind of don't know who you are.
1: We really like reality TV, so, like, the fact that we had to Google you in general was just a problem. But that was this week in AEW. We have All Out pay-per-view on September 4th. Right now, we really only have that one match, the trios tournament, the final to the trios tournament, and then possibly Punk and Moxley would love to see Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia, but we don't have much more lined up for that yet. So over the next few weeks, they're going to build that show up a lot. and That's going to be great.
0: Well, we do have one very important thing to resolve, and that's the Young Bucks,
1: yeah. who
0: need a trios tournament partner. Mm-hmm. They, they popped the question this week. They go into they the locker room, and you have Hangman Page with his friends, the Dark Order, all just hanging out. And the Young Bucks, they apologize. Mm-hmm. Full-blown, they apologize to Hangman for everything that's happened in the past. They're proud of him, like when he won the title, and they ask him to be their partner in the trios tournament. And Hangman says no.
1: Right. He he said he he's not going to be on the team, but he needs to be in... The corner of the people who were there for him makes sense and it makes sense it makes complete sense so now they're still lacking a partner and
0: i mean there's really just like one guy
1: well technically two if you think about it
0: what do you think they're gonna have brandon color no
1: (laughs) that was like the end of their little interaction where brandon was like well what about me basically and they were just like
0: no. They basically
1: pulled to, like, cut the shit, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> like, they yeah, were, like, absolutely you. not. So maybe we'll see Kenny soon, you know?
0: I feel like this is leading to, if Kenny's healthy, like, the last, like, show before All Out, the Young Bucks still don't have a partner, and we bring Kenny out as, like, a big surprise, and he's going to be the partner. But, like, also, like, so you're going to have the finals in the Trios tournament. So, like, they have to get a partner before then. Right. I have no idea. Like, they can bring somebody, like, random from, like, Bullet Club. Like, they can yeah. bring somebody really random over. But, I mean, it's, I feel like there's still a chance it's Hangman.
1: I could see that. Like, Hangman feeling bad.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: he's, like, a pity partner.
0: Yeah, like, I'm, like, if you guys can't really can't find anyone else. Yeah. And, like, he asks, like, the Dark Order for permission. They're like, oh, yeah, go ahead. And then, like, he ends up winning them. And then, like, the Dark Order's all salty. But, like, that's the big thing right now that's, like, kind of dangling is... Is Kenny healthy? Who is going to be the uh, the young Bucks?
1: Kenny's been gone for partner. so long. He has to be healthy, right? Yeah,
0: he, ha- he has been gone for a while. And then also, we lost uh, Kanosuke Takeshita. He's gone back to Japan. Oh, yeah. An incredible run in America for like the last few months. That dude is going to be a star very soon for a very long time. But he's gone back to Japan now. I can't wait till he, I can't wait to see what he does because that dude is incredible.
1: Yeah, he is. So that was, well, that was all of AEW. And then we can get into WWE where we had Bailey, Io, and Dakota open the show for Raw. They get interrupted by Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Bianca. They all brawl. This turns into them. They're going to have a match at the pay-per-view, the Clash of the Castle in Wales.
0: Cardiff, Wales. They keep saying Cardiff. They will not say Wales for some reason. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which confused... Like
0: we're all supposed to know what Cardiff is. Liv
1: said it, and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I was so confused when she said that this week. So they're all going to have a match, I guess like a triple th- or I don't even know. It's not for trios. anything. It's a trio. match. Yeah, it's match. a trios match. It's not for anything. But then we also had Seth Rollins versus Angelo Dawkins. And this is kind of like last week we had Seth versus Montez Ford. So this week we get Angelo Dawkins. And Angelo Dawkins didn't look bad.
0: No, Angelo is... Dawkins is perfectly fine, yeah, as a wrestler, but he is just clearly not the star of this group.
1: Yes, which is fine.
0: There, there can only be one. There has to be a Mm Janetti, and (laughs) unfortunately, Dawkins is going to end up being that Janetti if they ever pull the trigger on Tez. And that doesn't mean that Dawkins can't be something by himself. But he gets he ends up losing to Seth Rollins, and you know Montez did get involved. He got kicked out, and.
1: But, like, that distraction is why Seth got the upper hand and got – I mean, Seth was probably going to win regardless, but he got the upper hand and won because of the distraction. So, like, if we are going to start a little beef between Dawkins and Ford, it could start with that. Like, you got involved. Dawkins turns. Like, Dawkins could very easily be like, I didn't get involved in your match. Man. Like, you got involved in my match and you cost me a win.
0: If Dawkins is the one that turns, I don't think they're it gonna, is over for I Dawkins. don't
1: think, like, he would necessarily be the one to turn, but I do think that he would be the first one to say shit. And just be like, you cost me that match, now I'm frustrated with you, and whatever. And then eventually Forge just like, mm, and I'm going to turn on you. I don't know. I I don't necessarily want to see them fall apart, but, like, But, like, this is okay. kind of the
0: issue with the Usos holding both belts hostage. Yeah. There is really nothing for the Prophets to do. Right. And and it's not like the Usos are bad tag t- champions, but, like, when you have the champions of both shows mm-hmm. holding, it, like, it's just, there's nothing for the profits to do other than maybe just do, like, single shit. And yeah. even if that means there's a rumored draft coming up. Well, I would be so excited for that. Rumors the drafts are awesome. Also... After Clash of the Castle, there will be a draft. I'm not going to, like, campaign for it. But you could very easily split these two up to two different yeah. shows. The same way they kind of did with Otis and Tucker, but, like, we brought they that up last week. They did it with
1: week. The New Day.
0: They did it with The New Day. Dawkins can try, you know, you can try to make Dawkins something. Or give him, like, a new tag partner or whatever. But, like, there's an opportunity there to make Tez a star.
1: Yeah. He looks like he's got them. the look. He's and got like, they the don't feel. Even,
0: that's a way to get out of this without either one turning. Yeah, so that's you, a good you point. You could eventually put them, put back, them back together. But... I just, I'm just going to put that out there as a, as a possibility. We also had the maybe conclusion of the Ezekiel-Kevin Owens saga.
1: I don't think it's a conclusion.
0: Kevin Owens is back. Ezekiel's been doing nothing <laughs> the past few <laughs> weeks. Uh, and Kevin Owens is back. He's very aggressive. Mm-hmm. And just powerbombs Zeke onto the apron, which we saw him do numerous times in years past. He hasn't done it in a while.
1: No, and as soon as he was setting up for it, we were like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, like, the vicious Kevin Owens Mm -hmm. is back. So Ezekiel ends up getting, like, just carted out of the arena because that match was over immediately. I don't even know if it ever started. It never—I
1: don't know if it ever officially started, but it didn't officially end if it did start. And now there are rumors that, like, Zeke's going to be gone for a little bit to, like, recover and, like, Elias Elias is coming back. So
0: It'd be funny because, like— it, this was Vince's like pet project. Yeah. Was the Ezekiel Elias thing and like if Triple H comes out and it's like, Yeah, I'm over this shit like yeah. let's just put a beard back on you and, and get you back yeah. out playing the guitar. Hilarious yeah. It
1: would be hilarious It would be then, hilarious
0: Because then you could have The Elias versus Kevin Owens that Yeah was like, You could
1: have that continue you was, hey,
0: Like Elias can come out And just be like You paralyzed my brother <laughs> Like <laughs> I'll right. never wrestle you again You
1: retired him yeah. Like all of that And then it could start That whole fight And then he'd be like You were Ezekiel Pretending to be Or you were Elias Pretending to be Ezekiel Now you're Elias Pretending
0: to be Ezekiel Pretending to be Elias yeah. <laughs> like, like Kevin Owens Head's gonna explode
1: <laughs> His head's gonna explode On national television And it's gonna be fine uh, We had Finn Bal- Balor Verse Rey Mysterio. Now, Finn and Damian came out together, but Rhea was not with them. And Edge had offered to be in Rey's corner because Dominic, like, they thought he left after Edge, like, tried apologizing to him earlier in the night, but... Dominic was all like salty at Edge for last week and then that was a whole thing and then Ray was like no 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 my son's gonna be here so he wasn't and then Damien tripped Ray on the apron at one point which did lead to Edge coming down fighting Damien off into the crowd and then Rhea came out carrying the lifeless body of Dominic and that caused a distraction enough to get Finn to win and then that like that was that like we're still sitting here going Rhea is fighting the wrong Mysterio she should be fighting Ray and then what was it yesterday yeah. y- you were just like
0: we've we've been thinking about it all wrong although I still I will vouch for I want to see Rhea versus Ray Mysterio yeah it would be a good match but there's a o- more obvious option here yes if Edge is feuding with Judgment Day and Edge can't fight Rhea, and Ray can't fight Rhea. We do have a female that we can get in there to fight Rhea. Yeah. And I don't know what she's up to lately, but we haven't seen the Glamazon in a while. If if we're going to bring back Beth Phoenix for a match with Rhea Ripley, I am in.
1: It would be awesome.
0: Yeah, like, take the kids. Take the kids to Wales, Edge, Beth. Do I don't want a mixed tag. No. I do not want no. another mixed tag. I want just a one-on-one match between Rhea and Beth Phoenix. This gives something, Rhea, something important. Yes. Like, Rhea needs a big match. She hasn't had one in a long time.
1: And that would be an awesome match. Rhea is a fantastic wrestler. and you then know, like two
0: just very strong individuals. Yes. Like, we haven't had, like, a, a matchup between women like that in a long time.
1: And come on, it's Beth Phoenix. Like, she's yeah. just, she'd be too, she would make anybody look good. But, like...
0: Like it would two just women be that could such realistically fight men, yes. fighting each other. Uh huh. And I'm because down. their
1: men are in the back, just like not getting the job done.
0: Like I would, like, I it. would love if we did like Edge and Rey versus mm-hmm. Finn and Priest, and then have the glam. Like I don't want like a three on three. I want a one on one match between those two. Yeah. And then Dominic is whatever. We still don't care. Well, we he's still like injured. Like
1: Rhea injured him to leave him home.
0: I think there's a chance that he was can,
1: bullshit. He can watch the kids. <laughs>
0: while Beth <laughs> He's just in the back getting them like soup.
1: While Beth and Rhea are wrestling and while Fit or while Edge and Ray are wrestling.
0: I think there's a chance that this was a ruse. That Rhea carrying Dominic out lifeless was bullshit. It's like a red herring. Because there's still the chance that Dominic is joining the Judgment Day.
1: That's a good point, especially because his dad is going. No, no, no! I know Edge. I know yep. Edge. We didn't Edge see is the a attack. Good guy. The like, blood
0: looked bullshit. Yeah. Like, and then, like, you're going to tell me Rhea just beat up, like, first of all, (laughs) like, Dominic's not small, and Rhea just brought him out like a sack of potatoes.
1: She's so strong, man.
0: But, like, I think there's a chance that, like, we're going to look back on this, and and they're going to be like, oh, it was all just like a, it was all the plan. We were going to distract you with your dead son, but turns out he was on it the whole time.
1: That'd be interesting.
0: I mean, anything to give Dominic anything to do other than just be Ray's son.
1: Yeah, but, like, also, leave Dominic home.
0: I would leave Dominic home, but, like, clearly... I, I don't know what Triple H's thoughts are on Dominic. Clearly, Vince saw something to keep putting him on TV. Like, the name. Yeah, but, like, that's not enough.
1: It's not enough. Not even close to being enough. But we also finally started the Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament. We had Dana Brooke and Tamina versus Io Sky and Dakota Kai. And Io and Dakota advance.
0: Of course they do. So, like, (laughs) because Dana and Tamina were just never gonna go anywhere. So
1: that was the only match on Raw for this. We also had another one happen on SmackDown, which we'll get to in a little bit. And then we don't know when the finals of this is going to be because originally it's. Well,
0: let's 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 knock that out. Let's let's just talk women's tag tournament right now. Because on SmackDown you also had Ziya Lee and Shotzi versus Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez, which Raquel and Aaliyah win. To advance into the tournament, so like this bracket is essentially like the winner. So we have on like the left side Dakota and Sky. They advance. They're gonna face the winners of Alexa and Oscar and Dewdrop and Nikki. Mm-hmm. The other side of things, we have Raquel and Aaliyah. They're gonna face the winners of Dakota Kai, or I'm sorry, not Dakota Kai, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. Very yep. random pairing and. Natalia and Sonya Deville. So, like, the right side of this bracket, I don't know if we talked about this last week, is so random and weird.
1: I think this whole bracket is random and weird. But that's because they don't have any yeah. women's tag teams.
0: Yeah, like, all of it's pretty much thrown together. They did have a nice little video package for Nikita and Zoe to kind of introduce who they are. Yeah,
1: that's going like, be fun.
0: There's also the backstory of Dakota and Raquel, who were so, former NXT tag team That
1: champions. was my whole thing. They're on opposite sides of the bracket. So yep. I really wanted Sky and Dakota Kai to make it to the finals and then have Raquel and Aaliyah make it to the finals and see a Dakota-Raquel mini reunion in the ring going against each other. I think that would be awesome. But now I don't know if that's going to happen.
0: We also don't know when the final of this tournament is because we would assume right. Cardiff, but we already have some of these women in a match
1: yeah dakota and eo being two of them and then alexa Alexa and oscar are on the other side yeah so say alexa and oscar win against dewdrop and nikki they're going to go against eo and dakota and then one of those two winners is going to be in the finals and then the finals may or may not be at clash of the castle
0: like unless somebody's pulling double duty
1: like or they have Nikki and Dewdrop just win for the whole left side. Ugh, but honestly, that, awful. that might make sense for Dewdrop. Does it though? For where they are, I mean, like it would make for sense for where they'll for, be. Like,
0: if you want to put Raquel and Aaliyah. actually for
1: Nikki too, because she's from um, where is she from? Scotland. Who Nikki? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah so for that sure
1: <laughs> that kind of makes sense for Nikki and Dewdrop to win because then they're just like yeah,
0: but then Nikki's is... gonna get cheered. And you don't want her to get cheered. I think I think the most likely option is EO and Dakota end up winning this whole tournament. I just like the fact that we don't know when the finals are. I just are want to see her. I want have,
1: I want to see EO and Dakota go against Raquel and Aaliyah.
0: And I think that's very likely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like we don't know when the finals are. We also have a lot of rumors that Sasha and Naomi are being talked to. So like, there's the possibility that either like right before or possibly right after that they come out and like challenge to get those titles back. Yeah. I mean, if I were them, I would just want to not be involved in that anymore.
1: Yeah, just come out individually. Because,
0: like, the whole whole women's tag division isn't really existent, as evidenced by this random tournament.
1: They don't need to be tag team champions to be relevant if they were to come back. No, especially Sasha. Right, Sasha can come back, be her own thing, and then they can go back to the rumors that they had of Naomi joining the bloodline. If she needs to be with somebody. Yeah. You know? So they... I don't know. There are a lot of options on the women's side, but all random options. So many random like, unknowns. if I'm
0: Naomi and I'm being asked to get brought back, I'm asking to be brought back as a part of the bloodline. Yeah. If I'm Sasha and I'm asking to be brought back, I'm asking to be in, like, the front of the line for, like, the women's title on yeah. Raw or, Ra- or SmackDown. Yeah. But, I mean, I get, like... You know, they're friends. They want to team with each other. That's fine.
1: Yeah, like, say Liv wins against Shayna Baszler, then Sasha comes out.
0: Yeah, that will be fine. Yeah, like, and be like, I want the title. The Ronda thing is always going to be Ugh. hanging out there. But let's right. finish up Raw. We had Bobby Lashley versus Champa for the United States Championship. Throughout the night, they're talking about the prestige of the U.S. Championship. Um, Tommaso Ciampa is bringing up the name of Harley Race, who helped train him. Mm-hmm. He was a huge um, influence in Champa's life and in Triple H's life. It's like, this is Triple H's guy. He gets this match with Bobby for the United States Championship. It's an awesome match. They give them time. Bobby ends up retaining.
1: Yeah, which, like, kind of made me sad. But, like, also we gave Ciampa time, and that's all that matters.
0: Exactly. Like, Ciampa showed over the last couple weeks that he can be an important part of this yes. show. Right. And I, I hope he does still become an important part of this show. Right. He's clearly, you know... He's Triple H's guy. He has been for a while. Forever. So he's going to be pushed. We could even do a rematch of some sort down the the road. Uh, But then we had Omos versus Jobbers, which is, like, this is the only way at this point to showcase Omos.
1: I forgot Omos was, like, even a thing.
0: We all have because he he hasn't really done anything special. Yeah. The only way he looks special is when he is in the ring with people that he can just kind of throw around, Mm -hmm. which he does here. He wins, obviously, against two local Jobbers. Um, and then you had Chad Gable versus Ziggler. Ziggler gets that win, kind of just a random, <laughs> thrown together match, like a kind of like a rematch from last week. They had the yeah. triple threat. You had Miz and AJ Styles in a no disqualification match. We had tables, kendo sticks, chairs, Tommaso Ciampa getting involved. AJ Styles gets the win, but then as he's celebrating, and, and before we bring this up, throughout the night, and I love how like I love when this happens when there's like a continuous thread throughout the show. Mm -hmm. throughout the night there were backstage interviews and during those backstage interviews there was always something happening behind them like there was like a car that had crashed so there was smoke going on so you had like Dewdrop and Nikki Cross kind of like by the car being like what's going on later on in the night you have that car being towed away and they don't talk about it at all No, but you can see it going on in the back Mm -hmm. so it's like intriguing, it catches your eye as AJ Styles is celebrating his victory we see that security is like holding some guy down and, like, we know it's not, like, a real security yeah, thing. because they wouldn't have
1: the camera on it.
0: Exactly. The camera would have cut away. So, like, all these people online like, oh, it's probably real. Of course it's not real. Yeah. Well, I thought it away. was
1: real at first because... They were on AJ Styles, and then this was just like a little corner of the background. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, they cut
0: away from even that though.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I was like, oh, is something happening back there, like they're not realizing is happening yet. And then they started to like zoom in on it, and I was like, oh no, okay, this is this is on purpose. Not this is happening, and they didn't realize this happened because, like you know, like sometimes you'll still like see the beach ball. Yeah, You know, and like yeah. they don't realize that certain things are happening in the background and then then they do and they cut away from it. So I was like, is this happening on purpose? This is, is this not on purpose. Is this real? But no, it was on purpose and it was exciting because when the security guards pulled the guy up, it's Dexter Loomis.
0: And like, and commentary acknowledges, like, is that, is that Dexter Loomis? Mm-hmm. And like, it is. You can never mistake those crazy no. eyes.
1: That, that man, it has a distinct look. And then that's how we close the show, right, with him just with getting a like cliffhanger, yeah, pulled away,
0: and so I don't know what like I don't know if Loomis is a part of what was going on behind the scenes with that car crash. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the plan is for Dexter Loomis going forward. We do know that there's rumors of Johnny and Candace being kind of like, hey. Like, Shawn Michaels is apparently reaching out to them, like, hey, come back. How do
1: you tell Shawn Michaels no? You can't. You can't, right?
0: Like, if you're Johnny Gargano and Shawn Michaels is like, hey, I want you to work for me. like, okay.
1: Yeah, he's going to be like, all right, let me find a babysitter. So, like. And they were in Florida. Do they live there?
0: I don't know if they live there. They could could live there.
1: Yeah, they could potentially live there.
0: But bringing Loomis back, another surprise. Another return of an NXT guy that got cut. I want so badly for the way to return.
1: Yeah, it would give be great. me
0: Dexter. Bring up Indy. Bring back Johnny and Candace, and then have them confront Austin Theory about what a pissant he's become
1: right <laughs> since <laughs> just be like,
0: since Papa John's yeah, been gone. Yeah,
1: we left, and you've run rampant, and now you need to come back.
0: And, and you're in timeout.
1: Yeah, go back to being like our sad little boy who's just like a, a goofy little boy. But like we,
0: the thing is, like, they kind of when Austin got pulled up, they kind of just moved on, and like Dexter took that spot. Yeah, and then like when he came back for the wedding, which was funny.
1: Like, that's the Dexter that I miss, that they're just, like, at the wedding when they're, like, oh, we need the rings, and he's, like, we're in a I mean, ring. Austin, yeah. Oh, yeah, That that's, like, that's the Austin that I want and that I miss, but, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the Austin train, and I know a lot of people just, like, don't like him because he is being a pissant, but, like, sometimes that's okay.
0: Yeah, like, I would love for, like, the way to come back and then eventually down the road Papa John just come up to Austin and be like, bro.
1: Yeah, like, what, what are, you are you doing? doing? What, what, what's, what's what is happening here?
0: here? <laughs> we leave you for, like, a couple months. We had a kid. We had to, like, go on, like, maternity leave. And then yeah, we come well, back that's and this thing. nonsense he, is happening. He
1: could easily use it. You replace me with your your little baby wrestling. Yep. and
0: <laughs> He's just jealous. <laughs> he's
1: jealous oh of the baby. God. And that's why he's Please, acting out. He's being, hilarious. like, a, like a, a teenager. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's funny. But he's yeah, like, a
1: rebellious child right now. If this
0: is a way that we can bring Indy up, cool i feel like she's just kind of doing nothing in nxt at this point she lost her husband like dexter's here i don't know if they're gonna go like the comedy route with dexter there's always like the serious route of like the stalker gimmick
1: when they were doing like the comedy route because they had like indy and the garganos and stuff Dexter was still the serious Next. aspect of that. So, like, yeah. they could easily bring all of that back. But on a different note, we have Drew McIntyre in the ring doing a promo. And he gets interrupted again this week by Scarlett. And she's coming out in the front of the ring. And we're going, okay, once again, Karrion is going to attack him from behind. And nope. Instead, the Usos attack him from behind. And that was, like, confusing to me. Loved it. Because um, it, it, I did think it was going to be Karian. So I like the fact well, that had, like, it the, was the Usos instead. You
0: had, like, a backstage promo of Karrion Cross talking about, like, you know, he's going to, you know, they were forgotten. Yes. They were cast aside. They're back for revenge. And he was kind of stalking McIntyre mm-hmm. before McIntyre had gone out. And then you have Scarlett interrupt. You have the Usos talking shit to Scarlett, which I thought was funny. Like, there's clearly an idea of, like, Cross can be the second heel on SmackDown.
1: They are definitely setting up this, like, triple threat match. There's no doubt in my mind because... I
0: don't know. I don't know if they changed at this point. I think they should... Because then you can have Cross take the pin and get a title off Roman that way. But if we're going to still do both titles,
1: I think that they're going they're going to have this triple threat now. Because later in the night, we had Drew McIntyre come up and attack the Usos backstage, and Sami Zayn runs away. Hilarious! Absolutely fantastic. They are so pissed off at Sami later for running away. But we eventually have this match between Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss out of all people versus the Usos, and Drew Claymore's Jimmy getting the win. Then he also just like lays out Jay and Sammy, and then he stands tall with Madcap. But the whole reason the Usos and Drew like the Usos and Drew already have their little beef going on because of Roman Reigns. Yeah. But this match earlier in the night where the Usos come out with Scarlet makes you think that like we have cross just in that.
0: Yeah, like they they clearly have positioned him yes into this little. Like, three-way, basically. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they change the match, but, like, if they... I think they're going to. I think they should if we're doing it for one title. Like, if we're doing this for, like, the WWE Championship.
1: Yeah, not both titles.
0: Not both titles, because then I don't think they're going to put both titles on Drew. I I want them to separate the titles, especially if we're going to have a draft coming up. It makes more sense to put one title on the line and then draft Drew over to Raw, and then Drew can have that title. Roman keeps his, like, long streak alive Mm -hmm. with the Blue Universal title. And you could have that easy, like, Roman versus Cross thing, or we could have Cross versus McIntyre. I'm still, like, the Sammy thing is what is the most funny to me.
1: He's the best. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Sami Zayn is the best. Right I
0: now. so badly need him to take the titles off of the Usos. I love if him so much. If there is any team in all of wrestling that can take the title off the Usos, it's Sami and Kevin. Oh, uh, it would be beautiful. Needs his friend. Kevin needs a friend. And, like, if Kevin can't... Like, remember, like, Kevin Owens challenged Roman Reigns for the championship yeah. a year ago. And there was that whole, like, they couldn't get the handcuff off. Kevin mm-hmm. Owens clearly should have won that last man standing match. So weird, yeah. But... Like, if he can't get to Roman, the next best thing is to help your friend get the titles off of the guys who are treating your friend poorly. Right. Because they're treating Sammy like shit. and Sammy's only trying to help.
1: Yeah, he's trying to just be an honorary ooze, And he's just not – they were so mad at him for running away. And that shit was just so funny. I love Sammy Zane. I love the comedy behind it. He's a phenomenal wrestler on his own. He's even better with and against Kevin Owens. I, I love the idea of that. Uh, the Viking Raiders are another tag team that's still here trying to, like, figure themselves out. They beat Kofi down again. It, that's a whole mess.
0: Yeah, ne- they advertise a Viking funeral for the New Day next week. Jesus. So sure.
1: Okay, that's sad. Um, and then we also had a tag team return.
0: Yeah, you had just some random locals in the ring. Pat McAfee circling them with his Telus Yes, raider.
1: I forgot that that happened. Yep, that and was back this
0: week. So we're going to have a tag match. And... We have the return of Hit Row. Mm-hmm. We have Top Dollar, We have Ashante the Adonis. We have B-Fab. They are all here. Of course, we're missing Swerve because Swerve is in AEW. But these were— I mean,
1: he's also living his best life. He's of partnered course. up with no, Keith Lee right he's now. He's fine. He's tag know? champion
0: AEW with Keith Lee. But, like, you're always going to miss him as a part of this. Of course. But they cut an awesome promo. The crowd is super into it. Mm-hmm. Top Dollar looked awesome. Because he like Top Dollar is a legit athlete. He's huge he and he moves well and he's looks got charisma.
1: Like an NFL like linebacker. He was. He, was,
0: oh. he did play in the NFL. Like, <laughs> well, he he's is, got that look. Like, I didn't a realize legit that. Athlete, yeah. And like he's got so much charisma. They talk about how they are the OG three.
1: Yeah.
0: Which makes sense because it was Hit Row originally was those three and then they mm-hmm. added Swerve because they needed like a star. But I like this as a return. I know a lot of people aren't too into it because Swerve's missing, but I like Topdala. As much as like as he kind of gets some hate online, I like him because he's got a look. He's very charismatic. He's fantastic on the mic, and like
1: they're all fantastic huge. on the mic.
0: Like the way he was dancing in the ring, the crowd and the ring is just moving. It looked with like him. a trampoline. Like
1: I thought, Beefab was gonna fall over.
0: As long as we can keep Beefab out of the ring.
1: Yeah, cause she's she she's fun, but not. Wrestling. Yeah, she's not a good wrestler, but love her look, love everything about her like, in this. She's group. like a
0: perfect valet for yes. Ashante and Top Dollar. They would be a fun tag team, I think, to take on the Viking Raiders. Yeah, cause like Top Dollar is bigger
1: than mm-hmm. Ivar.
0: Eric's really not even that big anyway. So like, it's kind of like they kind of yeah they kind of well. like
1: yeah they they match up pretty well with that. That and, would like, be interesting. had like
0: New Day and Hit Row did have interaction when Hit Row initially got brought up. Like, they were mm-hmm. friendly with each other. I would like, if they're going to do the Viking funeral, have Hit Row interrupt it, and then we can do, like, a Hit Row versus um, Viking Raiders. Because, like, I don't know what they're doing with the New Day, but you're missing everyone.
1: Yeah. I mean, Big E's still recovering. At, who knows if he'll ever come back. And Xavier Woods...
0: I just been out, but like, he was like like, injured, but like, yeah, I would say he was
1: injured by the, the Viking Raiders, but in reality, I think he just has a lot of shit going on. Probably outside of wrestling that like, he needed some time off to go like do. Um, I don't know, but then we actually had a decent contract signing between Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler, and ronda rousey was here for whatever reason she comes out of the crowd throws a bunch of money on the table like oh this was my fine for attacking the ref and i doubled it because let's face it it's not going to be the only time and she's so monotone and i hate
0: her it is um she like the things she says are fine but the tone in which she says them is awful she does not want to be here like her delivery is just awful she so badly needs a manager because she is a badass and she is legit But, like, I just... She doesn't understand, like, the cadence of how to speak and, like, how to emphasize certain things. Like, remember how, like, Charlotte has the issue of she emphasizes the wrong words? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Rhonda emphasizes no words. Her delivery is just very wooden. So, like, the crowd wants to be behind her but like the more she talks just like oh yeah like, just like you- shut up like so, why are you here and like she's suspended so she shouldn't even be here but then like the security comes out to get her she beats up the security and then walks backstage
1: yeah like it's nothing instead
0: of like back through the crowd where she came so then we have shana come out and they have a little interaction which i think is the first real interaction between shana and Rhonda.
1: and at least in a long time i feel like when Rhonda first came around we did did see some interaction between her and Shayna, but Shayna was like, this isn't how you should be doing this, like, this isn't the right way. Like, really, really talking to her. Also, Shayna's jacket, I said during SmackDown, I absolutely loved. It, and then I realized that was like a throwback to Triple H. I didn't even know
0: that I didn't even look at her jacket. I
1: realized this later. It was his leather jacket, his leather and jean jacket. She was wearing it. Um so also props to that. Love that look. Love Shayna Baszler. Liv does not love Shayna Baszler, called Shayna a Ronda ripoff, which... Accurate. Honestly, could be accurate, but I do love Shayna, and I don't like Rhonda, so... Yeah, we love offensive. Liv. We love
0: Liv more than both. Yeah. Liv also looks fantastic, even in that sling. She has, like, that arm in a sling. Yes. Shayna attacks that arm... Multiple times throughout this, and then somehow Liv puts Shayna through the contract signing table with the one arm.
1: It made no sense. Like, all of a sudden, Shayna was in control, and then all of a sudden, like, mid-air Liv was in control and puts Shayna through the table. Fantastic move. Yeah. it looked awesome it was done beautifully they were far enough away from the table where i didn't think that was going to be the outcome and that was the outcome so it, it looked perfect it needed
0: like a rebound from like that yes. horrible week she had last week yes. where she was getting booed this is a good way to get her yes. some you know some much needed cheers and then the match of the week <laughs> well for like,
1: wwe
0: I, I don't care you could say you could pick Johnny Mox or Johnny Moxley. You could pick Moxley versus Jericho for your match of the week, and I wouldn't begrudge you a bit. I don't like all of like the interference and the nonsense happening, and like the I, it was fine. Yeah, match of the week for me is Shinsuke versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship because it
1: was everything you wanted. Because it is everything <laughs> I
0: wanted, everything I asked for. You have Shinsuke come out. Pat McAfee's vibe into it. Shinsuke looked like a, the star that he should have always been presented yeah. as. The ring... Blah, blah, blah. Ew, <laughs> ew, it's <Gunther> so gross. <laughs> ...is here. He looks... He is... Like, everything he does is with purpose. Yeah. Everything he does hurts, and it sounds like it hurts. Well,
1: that was my whole take from this whole thing. Like, Ouch.
0: Yeah, they gave them twenty minutes, Just which is like almost exactly like, what I asked for.
1: It was physical and it was painful, and it looked physical and it looked painful, and it and was. This is how awesome. both guys
0: should have always yes. been presented. Yes, this was the Shinsuke that we had in NXT.
1: This was what Triple. This is the thing that is so good about Triple H, where he sees a wrestler for what they are and what they're good at, and knows how to take their strengths and make them stronger.
0: Well, that like that is. How Paul Heyman created ECW and made yes. ECW so special was he like he had guys that weren't all around spectacular, but he took the things they were good at and emphasized them. Yes. He took the things they were bad at, de-emphasized them. There's nothing really that Gunther or, or Shinsuke are bad at. I was just gonna think
1: that I don't think there's anything that Shinsuke is bad at.
0: Well, Shinsuke. The, the language barrier is always going to be tough. Yeah, right but now.
1: honestly, even then, sometimes I think he's speaking it. Like, remember, like, like,
0: like a while <laughs> he does, yeah. ago, he, he was like, oh,
1: no bit. English. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, but in reality, he speaks English pretty well. Like, like, there's always
0: going to be that barrier, but he is still charismatic just in the way he moves. Yes. And then you have Gunther, who, like, is fine on the microphone, but he has Ludwig Kaiser to do that mm-hmm. for him. They beat the shit out of each other. And I love just the way this match ended because it, it was just so sudden. Mm-hmm. Gunther will beat you suddenly and painfully with that power bomb. It looks fantastic. Gunther does get the win. They emphasize how important the Intercontinental Championship is throughout the entire night. The fact that it main evented SmackDown makes it feel even more yeah, important. Yeah, it
1: made it feel important again.
0: Gunther is having the exact championship run that I wanted him to have. I couldn't be happier with how this is going. Gunther should be like a top guy.
1: I wonder if he'll have a match at Clash the Castle. I would
0: certainly assume so. I'm
1: assuming so, right? Because like right now, again I mean, you could
0: run it back, do the Shinsuke match again.
1: Which would be fantastic. This this pay-per-view is going to be on September 3rd. So this is going to be Saturday, and then you have AEW's pay-per-view on Sunday. Both pay-per-views only have a handful, not even a handful of matches set up so far. Well, we
0: still have a few weeks and a lot of the stuff is already kind of set up. It's in the
1: works. Yeah. And so now it's just solidifying it. So right now we have Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. This could change. Hopefully, this changes. Then we have Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And then we are also going to have Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka versus Bailey, Io, and Dakota.
0: We would also have something with Edge and the Judgment Day, presumably. Uh, you know, you're going to have, I mean, maybe like a, a tag team title tournament match somewhere. I'm assuming
1: originally when they start this tournament, they said that the finals would most likely be at Clash of the Castle. They are not saying that anymore. So who knows what's going to happen there? You know, they might have the tournament finished before then.
0: You would think like the Usos would defend against somebody. Yes. Maybe.
1: I mean you, you feel
0: carrying cross has to Karrion be carrying cross I'm
1: assuming is going to get added to this Roman Reigns match. There are a lot of things that you could see potentially happening.
0: And like you got to put Gunther on the card somewhere.
1: I'm assuming even the US Championship. I love the fact that they're trying to make these championships the intercontinental and the US a little bit more than what they've been.
0: I wouldn't mind not having the US title defended because it's in Wales like the intercontinental title was so important originally because it was defended because on the Intercontinental, Yeah. Like, the fact that you're actually going to be in England.
1: They should have it. Put
0: that title on the yeah. line. And, like, put it between, like, two international superstars. Put it, put Gunther in there. If it has to be Shinsuke, fine. Yeah. If you can get somebody else, you know prepared in like the next few weeks yeah also fine
1: um i wonder if seth will have something i don't know i'm very intrigued to see how the next few weeks of wrestling are going to go because we are lining up a pay-per-view we're lining up two pay-per-views on both big promotions so the next few weeks should be intense they should be great
0: absolutely yeah we have a lot of things to still set up we have the young bucks still looking for their Mm -hmm. trio's um partner And who knows what else can happen within the next few weeks. We're going to get more surprises, I assume. There's rumors of Bray Wyatt. There's rumors of Sasha and Naomi. There's rumors of the Garganos. So, I mean, it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan.
1: Right, it really is. And we will be watching every week. We'll be back every week, every Monday. So make sure you are following us everywhere at HeBookSheBook. And don't forget to subscribe and rate wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Thanks for listening, guys.